0: welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody, I'm Landlord James. And I'm Tenant Michael. And Mike, we've done a lot of episodes of this, so we thought it would be fun to compile some fun moments and put them all in
1: one episode. It's an easy intro to the podcast for people who already love it or maybe have never heard it before. Sure. I mean, you make it sound lame when you put it that way.
0: Uh, but that's true. So um Mike, without without further ado, why don't we uh play some fun clips for everybody? I can't wait. The creator of Pizza Nova, Ebony Rosen from Episode Three.
2: I think you know I have a trust fund from my late husband, Jerome, but you know, that's gonna run out someday. And um and all those, you know, royalty checks I have from Never mind. Look, I think, you know, I think this is a great opportunity. You wrote the Pizza Nova song, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did write.
0: I did you wrote write. the Pizza Nova jingle. Yeah, she did. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah, that it is crazy. 439 bop, oh, b bop, b-b-b-b-b-Pizza oh, Nova. Okay, well, that's
2: not the version I wrote, okay? Oh, wow, yeah, they, yeah, good. Too, no, they good. changed it's it. It's like a uh, it. They changed my artistic license with that, and that is not the version I would be proud of
0: that. Anyway. I see what
2: you're doing now, James. What? You're trying to use a sensitive issue from my past to take the heat off of you. You're trying to take... Use my Pizza Nova pain you saw me what, Where do those wires lead? Maybe this is a chance for you to set the record straight And not yeah. be like the crooked creeps over it.
0: Set the pizza, record straight
2: You know, tyrant's company they call Pizza Nova Well
0: maybe, I, I, I guess I just hope A second newsletter doesn't appear all over the building um, Talking about someone's Pizza Nova past That's all <laughs> Because wow. that would be a shame
2: Wow Wow <laughs>
0: you're making a big deal about the Pizza Nova song why don't you tell us what the original your original Pizza Nova idea I I think we'd all love to hear the original Pizza Nova uh, jingle yeah all
2: right well you know I don't do this for a lot of people
0: so just for comparison's sake uh, let's insert in here the uh, Pizza Nova jingle that we all know and love currently okay
2: I wouldn't say love but fine (laughs) 4,
0: Pizza Nova Okay, and uh, now Daphne, let's let's hear your original Pizza Nova jingle that you that you wrote.
2: So okay, James, Mert, I'm what? excited to do this what? for you. Okay, I'm gonna need a little help though. I'm gonna need you to set the mood for me. Okay. Okay. James, why don't you get a why do get a snap going? All right. Because there's sort of a sort of a blues house. Okay. Okay. Oh, I like there.
1: this. This is very okay. nice.
2: And can I get some soft sort of harmony in this? Darker, in a minor key, I need a minor key It's a bit bit dark That's better, here we go Okay Ooh, Pizza Nova P is for perfection, which I must find in every crust I is for I'm hungry, and when pizza is a must Z is for zebra, an animal I know Z is also for Zebra, Two Stripes, the zitlet show. A is for Ah, and Chovies are an option. And Nova's for the skies, where the heavens are above us.
1: <laughs> Wait, that was the original Pizza Nova jingle?
2: And then the end was a lot, with a, like, you know, they sort of stole with... They stole this part for me with the oh, 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 silliness, but originally it was a huge boys' choir singing, and the end was like, four, three, nine, oh, 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 pizza nova, but, when you know, it's hard to hear when I'm doing it, yeah. but you imagine, uh, you know, a hundred of London's finest boys just haunting, those haunting Singing
1: their, their hearts,
0: You know, yeah.
2: you're, I mean, you're calling for a slice tonight.
0: The Eviction King, Tim Gilbert from episode 5 this guy will like he is an eviction master like if he you see you have to understand michael a lot of this podcast so far i think has really been centered toward what's the tenant thinking what's the tenant thinking
2: he's mm. trying yeah. to know what the
0: landlords are thinking and for me this guy just he understands what landlords go through, how hard it is to do stuff, how hard it is,
3: you know, can be to f- actually get people out of your stupid building. Yeah. I've been I've been a landlord since I was 12 years old. That was the when I first took over my first building. Oh my and God. since then, you know, like I and I I get it. I get, you know, like these sort of snowflake type people we yeah. call them now. Yeah. Um that are sort I of, you know, oh, evicting people is bad, evicting people yeah. is bad. Well, You know, like, that's how it is. You know, you've got to take the good with the bad. You want a house? Well, we've got to evict the people that live in it now. That's just how it is. I just think it's
1: cruel to kick people out of their home. I feel feel like everyone just uh, deserves a a roof over their head. Call me a a snowflake if you want. But uh, I just believe that. uh, That's Oh, interesting. It's a basic human right. So I guess you'll be going over to the
0: ISIS-controlled territory and building houses for ISIS? (sighs)
3: Because that's what you said. Jared, Everyone deserves a roof over I, their head. Give your head a shake. Do you? What about that Subway guy? The, what was his name? Jared, Jared, Jared Fogel? Do Jared, you think yeah. one deserves a roof over his head? Well, you want to live with him he, and in your Oh, that's roof? a good idea, Michael. Well, yeah, why don't you, two why don't don't you guys move I, in? I'd like to see that. I would, uh, too. How about a I
0: web can series? Give me, give
1: me back up just for one second. Suddenly I'm in ISIS and I, uh, I'm friends with uh, this disgusting pedophile, Jared Fogel. I have nothing to you, do with though. that. I just think that people deserve... Four walls and a roof over their heads, and people like you two are always to provide money. that for people. Exactly. We're the ones providing it. You're the one whining. Have you ever regretted evicting anyone? You know, 2,000 families in seven years? Surely you must have
3: made a mistake at some point. <laughs> well, funny story. Uh, I would say the, the my number one most regretted uh, eviction was... Uh, myself. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah. Well,
0: that is yeah. turning it uh, on its yeah. head. You're
3: gonna have to backtrack there. I don't quite <laughs> get what you're saying. Well, okay. Let me let me set the mood for you. Now I told you, remember? I I got into uh, you know the eviction business as a kid. So this is prom night. I'm 17 oh, years loaded. old, piss loaded. Okay. <laughs> and then next thing I, know, I do I,
1: not like where this story. I come going.
3: home after a night of oh who knows what. I come home, and I get back to my parents' house, and I'm just pissed drunk, and I uh, get my, pull out a yellow, that's what we call our eviction notices, we call them yellows. yellow. And we, and I stapled it to the front of my own goddamn house, and I said, get out of here. And the next morning, my parents were on the front lawn, and they said, look what you did, so we just ripped it off, and it wasn't official, of course, but uh, that was it. <sighs>
1: Well, may that be a warning to everyone listening uh, about the dangers of uh, indulging in drinking
3: and drugs. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, most people probably aren't going to evict themselves. No, or that was a great story. Thank you, yeah. And hey, when you said
0: it was prom night and you reached in your pocket and pulled out a yellow, kind of thought you were going somewhere else with
3: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no.
1: no. I feel like we're on the, uh,
3: the, the Howard Stern show today. Oh, great. Yeah, a popular radio show. That'd be bad, huh? Yeah. Michael has
0: this idea that we're, you know, the uh, mcneil Lair news report or something. It's like, dude, no, it's people supposed to be just want to be
1: entertained. People want to talk real real talk. Yeah, man. This is all news to me. If you had all these, uh, all these issues with the podcast, this is all coming out in an interesting way.
3: Well, aren't you glad they're coming up now before you got too deep into
1: it? Yeah. That's right, Sean. Yeah. James, you're sniffing a lot today. What are you talking about? Let's he's fine, he's fine. I'm fine, I'm he's fine. He's sniffing fine. a lot. What like are you, in talking a, about? you keep rubbing your nose and... What are you looking,
3: doing looking at the guy's you know, nose Yeah, what are you doing looking I, at
0: my nose, you
1: freak? I'm not...
3: Get out of my nose. Try looking... Get out of my fucking nose. God. Jeez, oh, dude. This guy, eh, Sean? Yeah, man. Can you believe this? you yeah, imagine if I just showed up and I started asking you questions about your nose. I mean, we, we, yeah, I'd give you a smack. He probably, you know, you have a right to give him a you, smack upside the
1: head. Yeah, no, at least. no one has the right to give anyone a smack upside the well, head.
3: Well, I'm thinking about it. Pro- if you're on public private property, you do. Yeah. yeah,
1: hell yeah. You know what? You guys get out of my apartment. Get out. I'm not getting I'm not out. Not getting out. Get
3: out it's of my, my apartment. Come on, you invite us over to do your goddamn radio show. Oh, Let's do this. is my well, building. We're having fun. When I'm gonna get out of my apartment then and go, go take a walk? Okay. Hmm. I mean, he really
0: showed us he left his own apartment. Well, yeah, you know what we should do as a victim. Oh, my God. Okay, well, um, we're going to, Sean and I got a little plan. Um, uh, So we're going to take a break on the landlord, tenant, pod mess, whatever the hell stupid shit this is. And uh, we'll be right back. (laughs) You're listening to the first episode of the best fucking podcast in Canada. Get ready for landlord chat.
2: Bazinga!
3: Hey everybody, what's up? This is landlord James, and this is. John Blundell, King of Evictions.
0: And you're listening to Landlord Chat. Ah. Uh, how's, how's it going, Sean? Oh man, it's awesome. How are you? I'm doing alright. This is the best, huh? Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, today on Landlord Chat, we are talking about only the greatest thing known to humankind.
3: <laughs>
0: porn! Woo! We're talking about porn. <laughs> <laughs> favorite porn, porn <laughs> you're listening to Chat. Uh, Sean uh, here's what we're talking about today so so what's your who's your favorite porn star right now
3: hmm who's my favorite porn star right now that's a good question I, you know it's like trying to pick between my children you know yeah but uh I, my all-time favorite I've gotta say Ron Jeremy oh going to Root. yeah. My fave, hands down, has got
0: to be Jenna Jameson.
3: Oh, yeah, Double I J. know. I've heard oh, her. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, can I
0: kiss you, please? Oh, can I touch you there? Oh, ah, uh, ee. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. She what is. if, huh?
3: Oh, God. I just think he's, you know, he's he's the legend, he's the king, you know, like Jeremy, I'm the king man. of evictions. He's the king of porn, and you know, he and looks you got to like respect us.
0: to the guy, like you know, he looks like he's not exactly Ryan Gosling, no, but the guy's had sex with like a lot of women, and
3: they love him apparently. And if you look at his dick now, it doesn't even look like it has like nerve endings in it. You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? Just check it out. It looks nuts wow weird i guess overuse yeah i think it is overuse but it just it really does look like like a just a fat piglet he keeps in his pants oh man i've i you know it's funny i don't have an image of
0: it in my head but i'm gonna i'll look it up i'll look it up yeah 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 look it up um so what else is Um, going? oh
1: guys oh call the cops
0: yeah oh sorry dude you
3: you laugh Trespassing. trespassing can i come back in please
0: Unregistered nurse Jackie Pirico from episode eleven. You supplement your
1: income as a freelance nurse,
0: yeah,
4: with- freelance paraprofessional nurse, personal support worker. Um, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just have like these startups—not startups, but like I, s- I sell things online. Like you know, Kijiji. Um, kind of Craigslist. Kijiji, a little, Kijiji. yeah. It's mostly Craigslist, eBay. Mm. Uh, and it's really like niche product that. Maybe I should just be frank. Because, like, okay, don't tell any... This is saucy, whatever. But, I mean, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a capitalist. I'm a business girl. Well, yeah, I that, like Dragon's to, Den. Yeah, like, I, I actually thought about pitching this to Dragon's Den, but I don't want those guys getting their paws on my loot.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: So, sometimes guys online... Plus, they're um, disgusting human beings. Well, on, on. The, in the Dragon's Den? On the Dragon's Den. Mike
0: no. doesn't like Kevin
1: O'Leary, whatever.
0: Oh.
4: Yeah. Why? Because he makes money and he's healthy? <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: not healthy if you've seen his medical records like I have. Anyway. <gasps>
4: what? Maybe I should go pay him a visit.
1: Yeah, anyway.
4: <laughs> well, like, what, do, what do you sell? I sell... Some guys... Some guys like it if they ha- get their hands on underwear that's been worn around. And, and they'll they'll pay, like, sometimes hundreds of bucks depending on how long I wear them around and, like, don't wash them. Hmm. Like, the kind of the grimier or whatever, like, more use they are, the more money I get for undies. So I just, like... You know, they ask me for them. They tell me what color they want. They tell me how long to wear them, and I mail them. And I have like a do my QuickBooks invoicing and. Wait, um, wait!
1: You sell genius. like dirty panties? They're not dirty, Michael. They're well, just worn. Yeah, right? well, yeah.
4: Like well, they're like, worn. How, yeah, it's if, not like I'm a dirt ball. Like I don't wipe my butt or something.
1: What if a guy asked for that though?
4: Well, then I'd have to give it to them because they're paying me money. And Qu- QuickBooks, I provide a you good can do service.
1: QuickBooks is okay with. With you using their software?
4: Oh, for them, into
0: a like, quick Don't be such even a care. prude. You've never bought or used underwear off a woman on the internet. Get a life, dude. Everybody's done that. Maybe more
4: people would go to the gift shop if you sold a oh, underwear. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. The CN Tower gift shop is going to sell filthy panties. Michael, filthy
0: yeah. panties are such a
1: you know. You guys don't know anything rude. about you're, you're kind CN of, Tower. You're kind of
4: stigmatizing my work. You know what? Guys I'm, don't know uh, you're Judging her.
1: Yeah. No, well, no, no. I'm not judging you. I'm judging uh, you, James. Why? Because yeah, why? you don't understand how the CN Tower works.
0: Michael, you are you're flustered because you are sexually repressed, and the idea that a woman that has to be nothing to do with underwear this. is scary to you.
4: Yeah, I don't be cool. scared. I mean, if you want, I can give you like a free pair, and if you like it, you can keep buying them for me.
1: Um no, no thanks. I'm good. I'm good. So James gonna have mine. Well,
0: sure. Alright. So, um, is it the same cost like boxer shorts versus
1: Thong versus
0: it's
4: mostly long like, johns. Um, I never really get long john requests. Long
1: johns, dirty long johns. What are you talking about, James?
4: Because like I don't, I can't stuff my, I can't like stuff long johns under my like tight nurse scrubs. Oh yeah, because mine are like some people like baggy nurse scrubs, but mine are like so tight, like they're like painted on, so wow, I couldn't really. Cool. I, I like I know I know Mike's noticed my scrubs. I've I seen have him not noticing my tight scrubs. scrubs. I do, yeah, nope. I have actually seen you noticing that. I Mike
1: is unlucky in love, so
4: it would no, me I if am, you
1: gazed longingly. Uh, as I announced last course. week, I am in love currently. So that's, You're in love. I'm in love with someone who is a customer at the CN Tower gift shop.
4: Is she sick?
1: No. Oh, yeah, in the head. Well, if <laughs> she likes him back, Now, just kidding.
4: <laughs> so you met in the gift shop, huh?
1: Yeah, she's a customer who comes every day at lunch.
4: What did she buy every day? At, at, she buys a the, little
1: trinket of a little miniature CN Tower. And she says, thank you.
4: So she's crazy. If she has tons of those at home, she's mentally I said, last She week. has
1: a lot of nieces and nephews. Oh, my God.
0: CBC radio host Raina Duris from episode 16.
1: I thought it'd be fun, and James thought it'd be fun, if we both auditioned uh, uh, as radio personalities and did a little uh, audition for you, and then you gave us some... Brutally honest feedback. Okay, I'm ready. Does that sound okay? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So we're gonna um, throw to a song, and then you can give us a uh, a critique. So, uh, who should go first? Um, do you want to go first, Michael? Uh sure. I'll do it. So, <clears throat> so here's my DJ audition. Hi, this is Michael Belazzo from Downtown Toronto. I'm A Canadian citizen. Um, it's a beautiful day outside in Downtown Toronto. So get out there on your bicycle or your or just walk around if you. Uh, can. Um, I'm going to now throw it to a song. Here they are from their 1993 album, North Country. Here's the Rankin family with Mull River Shuffle. Okay. Click. You know, actually. So oh, what did you think of that?
5: Overall, that wasn't that wasn't bad.
1: Do you, did I do everything
5: uh, well? Or? I think your delivery was a bit, a uh, bit rushed.
1: Okay.
5: Uh, there, there are times where like you. Kind of I was take,
1: nervous. I know,
5: and that's that's totally normal. Uh, but you can take it, like a little bit of a step back, and you want to imagine maybe talking to somebody that you know. Mm. Um, it sort of felt like you you sort of went through that whole thing really fast, and then just... you would stop kind of an, and do like one of those like. Like a tongue click, which yes. is it's not you don't need to do that. Uh, it's fine if you pause. It's okay to have a second.
1: We have received emails about my tongue clicks before, and they are not positive emails.
5: Well, it's, I think it can be a little jarring for the listener, right? Because they can't see you. They just hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I don't know if you need to clarify that you're a Canadian citizen. Uh, you can just say, I'm Michael Palazzo. That's, that's fine. That's enough, right? Huh. They will assume that you're from wherever they're listening from. Okay. You know mm, okay right. but the introduction at the end the introduction to the band was uh, was pretty good
1: do you know that song Mall River Shuffle?
5: I by the Rankin sort family? Of, I'm Mike, you know I know them. I oh. know the Rankin family I'm not super super duper familiar with every song of theirs
1: I'm myself. a huge East Coast culture guy so I'm always cranking the Rankins hmm. uh, thank you for your tough uh, but honest critique okay um, I'm gonna do mine now
0: okay and I just want to point out that Mine's gonna be a lot about attitude and a lot about vibe. Right. So I'm gonna put on here I've got a leather jacket I'm putting on. Okay. And I've got some shades, mm-hmm. sunglasses, and I'm gonna wear a backwards hat. This isn't fair? What do you mean? All, this- already
1: this is not fair. I Hi. think you know
5: what? No, but to James's credit, like if there's something you wear that makes you feel confident, it's yeah. Yeah. okay, look at like somebody like Howard Stern, he wears sunglasses on the radio all the time.
0: Yeah. Bob McCowan. That's right. I'm gonna now I'm gonna also give you both middle fingers while I'm doing this. Don't take offense. It's the vibe I'm going for. Don't. That, I'm not actually tr- giving you the middle finger. It's more just a vibe. Okay. So okay. keep that in mind. Okay, here we go. Middle finger's up. All right. <clears throat> here we go. <clears throat> 5.42. Raining outside. Shit weather. You're listening to James Nation in the morning. James Nation in the morning. Traffic and weather together coming up on the ones. We've got tea party coming up psychopomp four minutes of heaven in your ears yeah fucking assholes after that we've got sting fields of gold you're listening to the dick 104.3 kitchener
5: you know that was actually pretty good yes yeah obviously you know there's and i know you were just you were just winging it there like the Mm -hmm. swearing You can't do that. Ah, You'll get in a lot of trouble. But the attitude Mm. was really good. I felt like you were really there. And you kind of like you were in my in my ear.
0: Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm all about that intimacy. When you
5: pop out of the radio, that's such an important (sighs) thing. When you feel like you're you're you left some like you left some silences, you left some spaces so Mm -hmm. that I could like wonder what's he gonna say next. Like I wanna get closer
0: to the radio when you were doing that. My hope is to sort of be like a we like a an uncle that's a little bit of strange. Like a sexy but uncle. A sexy uncle. I like that. Yeah, who's, you know, that- rides a hog and is a bit weird, but you can't resist him. you very curious. And maybe he yeah. has a traffic accident.
1: Oh, Michael. Also, I hated that. And Raina, he was swearing his, his head off. Well, you yeah. can't do that on the radio. You can't,
5: yes. Well, that's why they have a delay button. A lot of stations they okay. have a six-second delay. So if there's a swear, you can just hit that, dumps out that audio, skips over to the next
0: part. And what if I just said frig instead? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You can come up with
5: all sorts of like alternative swear words. Mm. Dang. What the hay? Mm. Hey holy crow. Little. Stuff like that. Mm. Okay. okay. Can you say ass?
3: Know, that's a good
5: question. And I've said ass a bit. Like, you can say badass. Uh, uh, we have oh, songs yeah. that say ass in them. Uh, but you probably couldn't say, like, kiss my ass. Like, that would come off as a
1: bit rude. If I was, I can imagine a CBC Radio 2 morning listener driving to work and you just coming out of the blue saying, kiss my ass, and they run they run yeah. their car off the road <laughs> and they die. And You're just, listening to CBC Radio 2, kiss my yeah. ass. That would surprise a lot of people. It would.
5: I, you can't tell if
1: ratings would go up or down. Hmm. I certainly would take a week off.
0: Nick Flanagan from episode eighteen. Okay, so just to just to reiterate, I here, don't know what to think. You're you're a cam. You, you you've moved. You left Toronto and you moved to LA and you're kind of doing well there as a, a cam boy on a Jewish. I site. moved
6: in. I moved into LA into this cheap apartment and I realized it's scary out. It's really scary outside. Sure. So, I have this webcam. I need okay. to make a little money. I've got uh, this killer body. Uh,
1: well, you know, then, list, the listeners can't see right now, but Nick isn't lying. It's It's, it's, <laughs> I, it's a I gray something? body. Okay, if it's a body, anyway. Uh, the, the,
6: and the body hair, obviously, kind of like, you know, even if you're not Jewish, because there's a lot of fake Jewish people on this J-bait, but it's, it's a Jewish-oriented kind of cam site. So you... Do sexual things for tokens, sometimes not sexual, and you make a lot of money sometimes. And I happen to do that, and I've got an Amazon wish list. If people go to Amazon.com slash NickTheJew, uh, you can see all of my. My God! I, I want. A, there's a really good toothbrush that I could use, and some uh, uh, some tooth oil and a water pick. A lot of tooth. So stuff. you will just because I'm realizing that's a weakness with me.
0: So you'll you'll show your naked body and ask people in return to send you a toothbrush or soap. They'll like. also give me money.
6: I mean, they'll take. I'll mail them my underwear. You know, it's oh, all happening. Oh, and and I've become a star with this. I, you know, again, this I'm telling you, when I do make it on the street. In L.A., people will say,
1: oh, hey, it's you. Why can't you do your Jewish cam sex career from Toronto, where the streets are safe, where there's no cults, where you don't have drive-by shootings? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, it's a little dark, but
0: I kind of like the danger. Marty Tops from episode 20. So, the drive- so it's a bit of a funny story in the drive up here. <clears throat> Remember, Mike? We were driving up up the 400, the yeah. highway here in Ontario. Beautiful highway. Beautiful highway. And speaking of beautiful, this convertible pulled up next to us. Beautiful- like, four beautiful women in it.
1: I was asleep, of course. I, I had sort Mike of- Mike had fallen asleep. Dozed off.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's p- passed asleep. I'm sort of blasting, you know, like, blasting the deftones. Um, windows open, I got my shades on, I know I'm looking good. And this, this car convertibles pulls up next to us. These girls, they yell over uh, over the road to me. They, yell, they sort of yell over to me, like, uh, hey, hot stuff, you know, stuff like that. I look over. I go, I sort of go, you wish. I say something like that to the women. They all flash me. And Mike's totally asleep. And then they, they basically... Just my luck. Not that I, you know, need to see that kind of stuff. Well, I did. And they write, one of them writes down her number, puts it in a paper airplane, flies it over to me. Goes right into my... Like a shirt uh, front pocket,
1: and they crazy. That is insane. <clears throat> I can't believe I was asleep during that. Yeah, but also tell them the detail. They didn't just flash you their tops.
0: That's that's right. Yeah, know. It's once you get into Northern Ontario, there's a different set of, you know, people do different kinds of things. They also flashed uh, uh, their their well,
1: yeah, vaginas at me. So you know, and there I was asleep while the Deftones. Played all around me. No, oh. but you had a uh, you had an encounter on the road as well. Oh, I'd rather not get into it. it it's not quite as uh, exciting as yours, but okay. Um, about four oh four and a half hours into the drive, um, we passed by a trucker. Uh, big grizzly-looking guy with a beard, deep lines in his face. His uh, left arm was all sunburned from hanging it out the window there. Yeah, that's a trucker. Uh, you know. Uh, thing that happens. And, um, you know, I, I'm i a worker myself. I have a job at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one on the main floor, not the one up top, but the one beneath the CN Tower. And I consider workers to be my brothers, you know. I am a, uh, you know, socialist. Not not ashamed to say it. And I I pulled down our window. I was in the passenger's side. And I motioned to the guy to, to look at me. To the trucker. To the trucker. I said, hey, buddy. And I, I just waved at him. I waved my hands at him and saluted him. Because I believe that all workers are part of the same family. We're brothers and I wanted to, you know, show that solidarity with him. Well, you needn't have bothered. I needn't have bothered because instead of waving back and doing the kind thing, guess what he did? Flip me off. Yeah. He flipped me off. I think he thought you were weird. I don't know what he thought, but I don't care because he was rude. And not, not only did the trucker flip me off, guess what else happened? What? Suddenly... I see, I guess his son or something was sitting beside him. Mm. He looked like a junior version of this trucker, and his son, this boy, also flipped me off. So there I am, trying to do something nice. I got two generations of truckers flipping me off.
0: Well, take a look at it from their perspective. You got to see a bunch of naked... Yeah, but some weird city guy is saluting them. They're going, Who is this city
1: boy? You know what I mean? I guess they were intimidated or something. No, um, I don't think they were intimidated, but maybe just think you're weird. They were just uh, disgusting. You know, I hope they're... We we went off on different highways eventually, but I hope that his truck
7: crashed.
0: Michael, there's so much dark darkness under your repressed surface that I really hope does not bubble up on this fun weekend
1: we're having here in... You're right. I don't want to... I don't want to bring the, the mood down and also so I, I, I take it back. I hope the man and his child are still alive.
0: So, Marty, like, tell us about you, because truth be told, so, like, I don't really know much about you. Good. I mean, I hired you to look after my cottage. I know you from Timmins. I know you yeah. like being alone, I guess, and I being in it. the outdoors. Yeah, and I love people not knowing a lot about me. Oh, well, man of mystery! Well, sorry to uh, burst that bubble with having you here on the podcast fair, and digging, de- digging deep.
1: This but... is an intero- interrogation, young man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like on
1: a police show. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, where are you from originally? Um.
8: I believe it or not. I'm from Toronto, Ontario. What? Yeah.
1: Three Torontonians up here on the dock in I Timmins. I wouldn't call
8: myself as a Torontonian anymore, but yeah, I was. I wow. used to live there, yeah.
0: And then, then you moved to. Uh, um. Timmins, I just or? was kind of.
8: Driving around and uh, hitchhiking, and I found myself, I guess, in Timmins or somewhere outside of there, and found your ad in the Timmins Gazette, and uh, thought this might be the perfect escape, so um, I, I took you up on it, and I've been here for what is, what is it now, 15 years? Yeah, that's also weird. I thought you were a local. No, I, I mean, I am now. Um, you look like a local. Thank you.
0: Um, yeah, per- maybe that's not a compliment.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> Some of the people we saw in Timmins uh, are a little rough around the edges. Yeah, you can say that again. I, I don't
8: like any of them from Timmins. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I came up here just trying to get away from uh, things that happened in my life and uh, ran across your ad. And, um, oh, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. Well, that's huh. none of your business. But. It almost sounds like you're uh, running from the law, and I mean that with the greatest respect. I don't have a lot of respect for the law, so I,
8: I wouldn't run from them because there's nothing to be afraid of if I don't respect them at all. Um, but hmm. I, I well, would say if you committed a crime, they could put you in jail.
0: Not out here. There's no jail out here, James. Look around. Well, I mean, the, yeah. If you're in like, if you're in a country, they can put you in jail. Like it doesn't. Around if you're here? in the woods, they could still arrest you. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I,
8: I've done a lot of things since I've been out here. Some of them might be crimes, but I haven't seen a single jail cell the whole time I've been in Northern Ontario.
0: That's not... Okay,
8: that's not how it uh, how it works. Uh, I'm feeling weird a little bit. What, what crimes did you do? Not crimes. Just uh, doing things on my own, having no regard for uh, what's right and wrong for for the general population I just think about what's right and wrong for me and that's what matters I'm very hmm I have my own set of morals and I don't have time to talk to other people about what they think's right and wrong I'm here to live and to be alone and to do what I want and survive and also take care of your place
0: and that's probably the only <clears throat> rules that I need to live by
7: huh well
0: yeah I mean you respect me right
8: I respect you
0: a lot and you wouldn't do anything like against me I of course not. You. Of course right? not, you, you like did. money, right?
1: Sure. I love money. Right? Well, keep. Don't do any crimes against me, and you'll keep um, getting money. And, uh, may I pipe in for a minute? Uh, please also, no crimes against me. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> hey, that. I'm not yeah, paying yeah. you for him. You know, uh, his own you on this trip. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> this is weird. Uh, this is weird. Yeah. James, can I talk to you privately for a second? Sure. Um, do you have enough fuel in your truck to. If we leave right now to get back to Toronto, I'm feeling a little bit uneasy. I don't think
0: we can just get up and leave. please he's he would be with, like the, the truck parked like okay.
1: I can also Five hear you guys, out.
3: and
8: I did siphon out oh. the gas to fill the generator that's uh, playing the tunes right now.
3: Oh, we're
1: just joking.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're having a laugh. We're I'm just laugh. joking
8: too, <laughs> but there is no more gas in your truck.
0: Oh, <laughs> how uh, how will we eventually uh, leave?
8: Oh, we'll we'll figure it out. I'll push you to the to the to the highway and uh, okay. You know, so I'll just put the truck in neutral and you'll push it. Sure. Or you guys
0: could stay. Well, I mean, that was the plan. Well, what do you mean, for the weekend? Not forever. The plan was for us to stay yeah, for the yeah, weekend. Yeah, 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 I mean, we're yeah. going back to yeah, Toronto. Yeah,
8: yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. We've got lots of plans that we're going to hit the lake, we're going to have dinners, we're going to do a lot of stuff. I've been looking
1: forward to having a country supper uh, ever mm. since we left on uh, uh, this morning. Um, what is a country supper? <laughs> um... <laughs>
8: It's different things to a lot of people, but uh, to me, what I've learned out here, it's a lot of um, a lot of pine, a lot of foliage, uh, greens, and um, you don't eat a eat a tree though. For surely you don't just munch into a branch. Or... No, no. You you heat it up. Um, you can make a little fire. You heat it up um, with some water. You can boil it to soften up the pine needles, and uh, mm-hmm. and we'll roast. Uh, we'll do some roasts. we we'll, um, mm, yum. Yeah, I've got some... uh, I'm not that good at trapping or hunting, but what I have found is it's very easy uh, to kill um, the baby animals. So like a bear cub, or like a little baby fox, or like a squirrel cub, I guess? Um, Aren't they just little pink jellies? They're delicious, is what they are. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a lot less work than to go hunt down like a big, strong... Uh, bear or wolf or something. You just kind of find the babies when they're on their own. You kind of grab them and uh, that's dinner, boys.
1: Oh, weird. I was maybe thinking we would hit the uh, grocery store in town and Yeah, I thought like steak on the barbecue.
8: That's not why you come to this place. You come to this place to rough it.
1: Um, Hey, look up at the stars! Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. This is beautiful.
8: I see it every night and it blows me away every
1: time. (laughs) Is it just, is it me? So that's the Big Dipper. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one is a Little Dipper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is that constellation there that looks like, and this is just to me, it looks like an upside down cross? Does that look like that to you guys?
0: Upside down cross. I I see it as like a bow and arrow. Yeah.
1: Because to me, it looks like an upside down cross.
8: There, well, there's two more. If you draw it, it's actually an Ankh symbol. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: From uh, pagan lore. Oh. Pagan lore. Do you know a lot about um, that part of history? Um, I dabble.
8: Hmm. I, I do a little bit of alchemy, a little bit of black uh, like magic, a bit of uh, manipulation techniques. Um, oh. I never really got into it until I got up here and, uh,. It's kind of changed my life. Manipulation
0: techniques.
1: Yeah, what? sounds like the name of a Metallica song. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
0: good. That's true. Uh, what do you mean manipulate Like what are what are manipulation techniques?
8: Oh, you just uh, you just kind of observe and listen to what people say and kind of uh, twist it in a way to make them do and say what you want. Huh. Against their will, perhaps that doesn't sound very nice. Well, you change their will into being. Uh, also your Hey, is that a shooting star?
1: Oh, oh, it might be a satellite. It might just be a satellite. But let's, still, let's all make a wish anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a wish now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that this uh, beautiful uh, lake uh, stays clean and fresh and fun forever.
0: Okay. I wish that we could go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Funny wish. Do you have a wish, Marty? Uh, I wish that this weekend uh, with you guys could uh, last forever.
1: <laughs> Well, that one's not coming true. Um, yeah. We have to go back to Toronto. Again, yeah, sure we, we definitely do. do. Yeah. People yeah. will be,
0: you know,
1: aware. <laughs> that we,
0: uh, aware of when we're supposed to. People know when we're supposed to be, get back to Toronto, and we'll sure, be worried sure. if we do not. So, hmm. things are getting interesting here on the dock. Anybody bring marshmallows for a fire? I've got some. Ooh, woo.
1: <laughs> I'll uh, let me just light the fire here on the edge of the dock. Oh, thank you. Sure. And, uh, listeners can't see me right now, but I'm lighting a fire. I drag the fire pit out here to the very edge of our wooden dock. You're doing a great job. You've never left the city,
8: and you can just build a fire like that, eh? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I watched a YouTube video. Wow. Taught me
0: how to do it. Where where, where would we be without YouTube, huh? Mm-hmm. YouTube tutorial videos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: May I propose a toast to YouTube? Toast. Oh, absolutely. Should we crack another one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 Right. There we go. One, two, three. To YouTube YouTube. the best website on the internet. Mike and James do Satire Corner from episode 22. I thought we could do this segment right now called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess presents Satire Corner. And there's the theme song. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, we'll both do a little comedy routine. Um, I prepared some humorous headlines, um, sort of like the Onion, you know, the Onion website, it's very funny. Yeah. So, these are fake, uh, satirical headlines that I came up with, and they're sort of mostly about Canada, Canadian events. Um, shall I? Please, please, th- yeah, I'm excited to hear. Alright, satirical headline number one. Local Toronto man pays five dollars for bottle of water. Toronto prices are high. Uh, number two, Prime Minister Trudeau creates new ministry of blow-drying his hair. He's quite famous for having luscious, uh, curly locks of hair.
0: So sorry, these are these are, these are jokes. These that are funny you headlines. Wrote.
1: Like imagine a newspaper or um, an online uh, news source. Okay. Like imagine then after the headline, there's like a news article about about that. Okay. Uh, satirical headline number three: Women's sick of dealing with men's crap. Popical at the moment. Uh, Okay, here's another one. This one is about nature. Um, Headline number four. Once all the bees are gone, uh, have died, it'll it'll have a bigger effect on agriculture than most people think. And that is true, actually. Bees, people think they're just... So, sorry, that is the joke. That's the the joke is... The most people don't know that bees are like very um, key to the way food is produced and farming in general. And if if bees do go extinct, it will be a big problem for humans. Okay. Uh, I just have one more, then you can do your comedy bit. Uh, a satirical headline number four, one, two, three, four, five. Um, this is funny. <laughs> man says climate change isn't real because it's a cold summer day, but he fails to realize that this is also part of climate change when it's unseasonably cold during summer. Uh, and that's actually, that's just a scientific fact, aside from being, um, like, satire. How long did you work on those? Seven Like, f- uh, seven days. Week. Full week. Okay. Them, and- I wrote them in the style of The Onion. Okay.
0: Um... Were these, so
1: you came up with five in a week? No, I came up with like 50, 60 of them, and I whittled them down to just like the best ones. These were the best. These were the best ones, and it was a ruthless process of, um, you know, tearing them apart and putting them Mm -hmm. back together until I only had the five uh, top ones. Anyway, those are my uh, satirical headlines for Satire Corner. Now it's your turn uh, to do... All due respect, Mike, I would not
0: give up your day job. Those were I can't afford to. Great.
1: Uh, I can't afford to give up my day job. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do think they are funny. I know we have a different Mike. sense of humor. Yeah,
0: no, that's not. they're not really my style. Um, but I have a, something that I think might be a little more fun and uh, might tickle our listeners a bit more, a little more high energy.
1: I actually wrote a sketch. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, should we call up Lauren Michaels? <laughs> Wait, from you know Sen- we, perhaps SNL. we should, yeah. Um,
0: so, or whoever runs Air Force, too. Call them up as well. Yeah. Um, so I um, I wrote this sketch, and I'm going to do all the voices. Okay. This so this is a real I- chance for me to show off some of my talents. And I think it's going to be a little more high energy than Mike's joke uh, thing. And maybe a little more fun, too. So this is exciting. Well, I'm looking forward to this.
1: I okay. This is uh, this is great.
0: Here we go. Okay, ready? Here is my sketch. Ready? Yeah. Hey, Lois. It's me, Peter, from Family Guy. Don't you think everybody's a little too sensitive these days? Oh, Peter. It's me, Lois, from Family Guy. I do think people are too sensitive. I just don't understand why everyone gets so uptight about everything. And yes, it's me, Stewie the baby, who's smart. And I also think, as the smartest person in the world, I think that people are too sensitive. They can't take a joke anymore. They have to get worked up about every little thing.
7: And I agree, too. Me, Brian, the dog.
0: I just don't understand it. I'm really logical. And as far as I can tell, everyone needs to calm down and relax and just let people be people and men be men. And I'm Cartman from South Park. Yeah, I agree. Who killed Kenny?
1: And scene. Um, well, James, I must say I, uh, I'm, uh, flabbergasted. I was not expecting that. It was, well, it was interesting. So, those were all the characters from, uh, Family Guy who introduced themselves and they all agreed... They were all in agreement that people are too sensitive these days.
0: Yeah. I was just sort of thinking about how yeah, I think people are too sensitive these days. I can tell yeah. You know, offended by every little thing. And, the, and so they were all
1: together and all agreeing with each other
0: in that scene. Yeah, I mean but the funny characters though. Dirty comedian Nick Nemarov from episode twenty-two. Nick, so so you're 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 twenty years on the road doing gigs, doing comedy. Doing lines. Oh, you mean drugs? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like like cocaine?
1: Yeah, yeah, I bet, man. But uh, you you must have had to quit. Uh, You know, you couldn't be an addict of of cocaine for 20 years,
9: I imagine. Uh, No, I've actually only recently got into cocaine. But I, you know, still have my vices and stuff on the road. I drink. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys like to do that. Do you drink a lot? I drink a pretty good amount. I drink, uh, let's see, six times seven. Six pack a day, seven days a week. <laughs> you drink a six pack every day. That's quite a lot of
1: beer. And yeah. uh, I'm taking a look at you, and you don't, you don't have, you don't seem to have a big beer belly. You seem very sort well, of thin. So, what's your secret?
9: Uh, I work out a lot too. It's good to keep you your mind focused. Uh, I call that a
0: man diet, or so, you know, like I work out just enough so I can have my beer and eat my pizza. Exactly. Um, that's so cool. So, so 20 years on the road, you're
1: this, bit, you're this comedian. I mean, um. You must have crazy stories from the road, yes. right? I got a couple crazy
9: stories from the road.
1: Like, what's the, what's a crazy thing that, that sticks out in your mind from your 20 years as a, as a road comedian?
9: Well, when I was in Barrie, Ontario, mm. I was performing at, uh, the shit pub. What's the shit it? pub? Mm-hmm. That's the name of a pub? It's the name of one of the pubs in Barrie, Wow, the shit pub. Okay. It so sort of is like, okay. it fits, I look out places by their names to sort of know which will fit my sort of brand of comedy. Okay. Okay. And so I was performing at the shit pub, doing an all-nighter, <clears throat> so from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m.,
1: Holy you did comedy smokes. all night. Wow, yeah. you must have so much material.
9: Yeah, well, a lot of it is crowd work, and a lot of it is sort of you know these uh, a lot of dirty material. Mm. I'll be honest. Mm. Right. Well, just just before you
1: go any further, I, I did notice that you said a um, curse word before, and we are recently. Part of a network called the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network, and I'm just gonna have to ask you to not not. um,
0: Oh, that's any any swears. Allow me to say that's Michael's idea. I don't know what the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network is. I don't care about it, and I think that sounds lame. It's a huge, and I like that you're 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 do dirty material. Well, I
1: can try to you know take it easy on the curse words. Thank you. That's all I ask. I'm not a censor. I'm not an old. I understand an old biddy that's trying to make everyone have a bad time. You know. Fair, yeah.
0: So, but do you, like, do you have a lot of dirty material? Is that kind of your thing? Or?
9: Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Like, I'm kind of got famous, you know, 10 years ago now, I used to uh, stick a sparkler in my ass and light it on fire on stage. Oh,
0: whoa, that's so funny. Oh, my isn't, God. Isn't
9: that bad? Because that's like a
1: the sparkler. It's like a little thin piece of metal. No. Doesn't that hurt your... Well, the... And the fire...
9: Here comes the fun police. Yeah, I guess it is uh, when you really dissect a joke, that's when it becomes funny.
1: I mean, is that even a joke or is it sort of more of, of a stunt? Of course it's a, a joke. Stunt?
9: Well, if you do it and people laugh, that's a joke. Is that true? Is that what comedians think? That's if you do comedians. it and people laugh, that's a joke. That's a bit, we call it. A bit? Yeah. A bit.
0: Interesting. Well, so if I, if, 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 if a beautiful... You know, a woman was walking uh, down the street, and I was with Michael, and I pulled his pants and underwear down. That's a And crazy. she laughed. That's, that's assault. E-
1: that's a bit. <laughs> oh, that's, that's assault for on me.
9: Well, it's, you she, know... She
1: would probably it, not laugh. She'd probably say, oh, my God, I'm witnessing an
0: assault right now. You know now. what? I'd go ahead and call that assault charge in, because a policeman would come, and he'd laugh, too, and that'd be another bit, and right? The police yeah. would
1: not laugh at, my, at me being naked. The police naked. are all jock meatheads.
0: Of course they would
1: laugh at you.
2: Sorry.
0: Yeah. Well, I agree with you there. They are. I mean, I sure. support that.
1: I'm into that. But anyway, sorry. Wait, you if you put cards. a sparkler in your behind, isn't there a lot of methane gas in that area? Wouldn't Wasn't there a risk that you would blow up your own behind?
9: Yeah, there's that risk. But then once you do that, that actually makes the joke that much funnier to the audience. So are you
1: addicted to, to laughs then over concerns for personal safety?
9: Oh, yeah. I would 100, you know, risk my life if it's going to get a laugh. Huh. I would rather die than have nobody laugh.
0: Wow, yeah. that is really cool. I can tell you're a real comedian mm-hmm. hearing you say that. That's fair. Almost like I mean I don't I'm not a religious guy. I know you are, Michael. Yes, Catholic. But, but um, that's almost like a G, like you know, like. A, uh, Jesus Christ, you know, like, uh, i mean, rather die than not get a laugh. He died. Uh... I mean,
9: you're comparing two very different things here. Well, I do have a savior, a JC of my own. Go on. George Carlin, GC.
1: Right. Oh, Carlin, <laughs> no longer with us. No, so no. you you look up to him as almost like a Christ-like figure.
9: Yeah. Yeah. I see him sort of... I, I'm more as a god-like figure. God-like figure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So do you have, like, a weekly or monthly show in, in Toronto? Yeah,
9: I have a weekly show. It's called... Fuck You. Wow! What yeah. a great name! Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, just once again, we are part well, of the... Well, clean... I'm just trying to promote my show. I under- That wasn't Un- really I, I understand swear. he's, he's t- taking I- time out of his schedule. Let him promote his show, Michael. No, yeah.
1: promote your show, just... You can if you can self censor, that'd be nice. Because again, we are recently uh, have joined forces with the Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast right. Network. I have so. a feeling
9: I won't be seeing Michael at one of my shows, <laughs> or no. maybe with earmuffs on.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> still earmuffs hear with earmuffs, on. and you know, it's summertime. <gasps> so, but that's a really aggressive name for a weekly show.
9: I I must admit, I wasn't expecting that. Well, that is sort of like the kind of comedy that you can expect to see there. It's really aggressive. Sometimes I go on stage and I just fight somebody. Uh, sometimes I just on stage and, you know, tell people about a certain fetish of mine. And, and what would that, I mean, without getting too graphic, what is that fetish? Uh, let's say it's part of the lower part of the body. Oh, <laughs> he means or ass. Well, I mean, I mean feet. Oh feet! Oh, foot like fetish. really, like super low down. Yeah, so you're,
1: you're wow. into feet. You have a feet fetish. Yeah, I, I like hear them. that that's a thing that some. Com- that's, it's not. It's not uncommon for Canadian comedians to love uh, feet, to be obsessed with feet. If you're enjoying this clean Canuck comedy podcast, be sure to check out some of our other shows, like Clean Out East, the cleanest show in Newfoundland and Labrador. Rub a dub dub, three Canucks in a tub, the only podcast recorded in a bath. Clean as a whistle with Happy-Go-Lucky, bringing laughs, faith, and family together in one silly package.
0: And our newest show, Moose Jaw Mamas, an irreverent look at Canadian life through the eyes of Bev, Carol, and Linda, three clean Saskatchewan mothers. Just check out cccp.ca and download all our episodes for free. The Clean Canuck Comedy Podcast Network. It's cleaner up here. Dating expert Kayla Lorette from episode 23. What's your kind of flirty tone in, oh, in, 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 in this?
10: Uh-oh. He's no, getting Michael, no, he's yeah, getting cr- uh, Michael
0: can
1: t- not flirt. Trust me. I Come on. I wrote the book on Toronto flirting, James. <laughs> oh. I'm known as Toronto's biggest flirt. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I am joking, but I do... I'm not known as Toronto's biggest flirt. But I do... Uh, know how to do it.
10: Well, show us a bit, you know, because I find that when I'm given advice in this space, I kind of need to get a handle on what, you know, what it is. So, so let's say, you know, let's do a little scenario, you know, that's fun. And if you can feel comfortable with me, because I'm not attracted to you, so this isn't real for me in any way. Oh, okay, good. Um, but say that I'm, you know, know, I'm standing over here and we're at a bar or something and you, and you come up and you think I'm sexy and Mm -hmm. you like my shape and everything. Um, you know, give that a try. So what would you, what would you do?
1: Okay. Um, so, uh, already bad. <laughs> no, I'm clearing my throat, getting ready. Right. to... Yeah, already, oh, yeah, I'm already crazy.
10: sliding down the bar. No, getting,
1: uh, <laughs> no, I'm just getting ready to flirt, everybody. Yeah, uh, calm
0: down. While I'm at the other side of the bar, probably just being confident, you're probably coming I'm towards me. I'm sliding right over
4: to you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, uh, so here I go.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Um, hi there, my name is Michael. I I live in Toronto. Do you live in Toronto? I like your shape. Um, Can I buy you a drink? Do you like, can I get you an ale?
10: Wow, yeah. Okay, good. And pause, and we're done. Um, Was that good? uh, No, well, there's just a lot going on, right? Because right away, I'm Michael. I live in Toronto. Where do you live? I don't want to tell you where I live. Even if it's just the whole city that we're in. Um, Right. And I'm worried that you're, you know, something, you're lost or something. Um, Ale, very specific. Women don't drink ale. Um, Vodka sodas, or this kind of thing. Vodka sodas, right,
1: right, okay.
10: Um, And just overall, I think just take a breath, you know? Mm. Start slow and let her talk a bit, right? All right. And you're going to want to do this on the date too. You're not going to want to just rattle on and on and on and kind of make her
1: scared. Right. Let uh-huh. her uh, let her jump in, so I shouldn't offer to buy her an an ale, and I should. Because what uh, are we
10: elves? You know. Not, no, <laughs> no, we are not. Barkeep. I'd um, be surprised if
1: Mike had some uh,
0: perverted uh, attraction to elves, to be frank. But uh,
10: you know what? I that's exact, and you know, other than the walk, I, I in my I think I say, what kind of porn do you think he's into? Because I, you know oh. what, sex's a big deal. Sex is a big deal. I always thought he's into something weird. Oh, me too. No, no. <laughs> yes. I have been
1: so tempted to Guaranteed. look at his
10: internet history, but i Open I'm it up scared. if you don't. Open it up if you don't. Hey. Okay? Uh, yeah. All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> listeners at home, I'm opening my... He's really doing it. ...phone uh, history and handing it over uh, to okay. be inspected. And, um... Here we go. I think I will be exonerated in this.
2: Okay.
0: Kay. Yeah, you've looked up... Keyboard message boards. Yeah. Oh, Mike plays keyboards at night. He has a he plays a, like a musical keyboard and he has it's a chord. Yep. So okay, a lot of okay, a lot of that you're
10: like on that you're a, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. Doubt there's women there. Hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a
1: few women, a few women uh, well, play keyboard. Right. Yeah. CN
0: Tower facts.
1: Mike oh. works at the CN Tower. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, oh, you were oh okay. In the gift shop. Good,
10: yeah. you got a job. That's mm-hmm. good.
1: Yes, It's part time. Um, okay. One wonders if there is a, a specific genre of CN Tower porn. Oh, the thing
10: looks like a damn
1: waiter. Waiter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder if, it, when it gets older, if it's going to have a harder time staying uh, rigidly upright, and need to have some sort of uh...
9: hmm.
1: bit of a joke there.
10: Right. Okay. Well, there's. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Turns out that that was very
2: boring. Oh, wait. I
10: see. I see. Oh.
0: Wait a minute. I see porn. What? Husband and wife making love.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. It's actually my parents. What? Only joking, it's a regular husband. You should have seen the look on your (laughs) faces. um,
10: Well you're because it yeah, your tone and it's just and and you could could see it and you could see it happening. I think
1: that's why it is a joker. It's just a regular hot it's from it's a subgenre of porn Where you see husbands and wives making love. It's not anyone related to. Oh, good. No, no, no. (laughs) Because I
10: thought, Uh, oh, it's sick.
0: It's sickening. Michael, uh, this could be an obstacle, I feel like, Caleb, that when he jokes, it seems just gross and creepy and not funny.
10: And it's, yeah. Yeah, and and Mm. a takeaway from that is that People aren't surprised. So if you say Mm. something gross and creepy and they kind of just go, okay, let's keep it moving, you know, and that's what... So they are thinking, I I could see that on him. So when you said that, I went, uh, yeah, that makes sense to me that he has some kind of... He's uploaded this in a way and...
1: Should I warn women when I'm about to make a joke so they know what to expect? Sort of like um, when... You're listening to maybe the radio or watching TV, and then, like, there's something a little upsetting. Maybe you right. don't want your kids to be around, just so yeah. everyone's prepared.
10: Yeah. That's great. And so, something to do, to do that casually would be like, here's something funny, and then mm-hmm. say the thing about watching your parents make love. Um, yeah. Mm, something you know. like that. Do you, I'm. you know, and we should be frank, do you masturbate? All the time. Okay. And is it, and it feels good
1: to you? you no, know, you know what? This is the interesting part. Um, It does... It is a bit of a chore. Um, There's a lot of preparation.
10: What kind of Uh, preparation are you talking about? I
1: have to the right... uh, I have to eat the right stuff during the day. It has to be the right temperature. Um, If I hear... If there are loud noises outside or if I hear like a dog barking or something, forget it. Um... You have to and, Find a
10: loving couple, uh, lo- like, well, pornography to dip into. And when here. I, you know, this is
1: all very personal, but uh, you know, good, it does
10: good. It's good. You gotta it doesn't.
1: Be it doesn't always feel good. is, is where is what I'll say. Huh. That's so sad,
10: because you got to love yourself and your own body to be attractive. And you can tell when you look at James, you go, "This is someone I who love feels- my body." Yes,
0: I love my body. I love my penis. I love my ass. I love my legs. I love my arms. I would absolutely have sex with myself
1: if I was a woman. And that's what you want. You love your ass? I absolutely do. It's I love it. Don't you think that's weird Caleb for him to for a grown man to declare that he loves his penis and ass?
10: I think that to love your own ass and penis is now you've made now someone else can love it. Yeah. And if you feel shame about those parts of yourself or it hurts when you touch them or whatever's happening. Yes. I think that it's you know people aren't gonna find you attractive. you gotta you gotta love yourself you know right. and st- start with looking in the mirror and saying, I'm a <laughs> handsome guy and and say some things you like about yourself. Do it. why don't you list some things that you like about your body and how you look?
1: I like uh, okay um, the way he did. Uh, all right, I like my fingernails. Oh, disgusting to start there. Without them. <laughs> think about how different life would be. I like my legs, even though they're uh, sort of thin and stick-like. They get me from point A to point B, and they remind me of um, my forefathers. And I like my mouth. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Wow. Phil Moorhead from episode 27. All right. um, Here's my first movie idea, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Boat Doctor, okay? hmm And I'm a big speedboat head. Are you a speedboat guy?
7: Absolutely. Because
0: I don't think there's been, it's just a, it's a topic that has not been mined yet in film, speedboat ownership. hmm And basically it's about this doctor who recently bought a speedboat and he loves it. And when uh, people get sick, you know, people are getting sick all the time. There's actually a, like a virus that is attacking Miami, okay? And everybody's getting sick, and no one knows why, and this one doctor with a speedboat has the cure because he's smarter than everybody else. He goes via speedboat Mm -hmm. from person to person to save them. Oh. So it's called Boat Doctor because he uses his boat to save Miami. Nice. So that's one idea, Boat Doctor. Mm -hmm. Thinking like uh, maybe like... um, who could be the lead? You know, Denzel? I don't, Denzel.
7: Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Miami is nice. Oh, yeah. So good. So tight.
1: Um, are you quite done, James?
7: Yes. <laughs>
1: um, so I have a movie idea. It's a funny, uh, sort of character-based uh, comedy movie. It's called Lucky Man. And it's, it's this idea I've been carrying around for a while. It's about a, a sort of Joe Average man who lives in an apartment, kind of run down. He's a little unhappy with his life, having trouble making ends meet. One day, he wins the lottery. He wins the, power, the Powerball lottery and wins, like, $200 million. Just a lot of money. And he uses that money to buy the building where he lives from his crooked landlord. And then, because he's so rich, he finally has the courage to tell his landlord exactly what he thinks about him. And he says, you, you're, a, you're a stinker. And you should die. Hmm. And then it's And then he Has a love interest
7: Nice So lucky man Alright Sounds
1: like straight to
0: video Okay my next movie Ready? Yeah Yeah yeah
7: Um Uh, Commence
0: Okay Thank you sir And I will call you Sura uh, Because I treat uh, People with respect Respect
7: Respect Respect
0: Okay This next uh, This next movie idea And it's about A gamer Alright and he lives, he lives uh, his life gaming, you know, doing snowboarding, lots of other stuff, but gaming is his passion, okay? At the White House, okay, uh, a tree falls on the White House. Everybody dead. Right, right. Everybody dies. Mm-hmm. It's the world's biggest tree. Cool. The government's going, who the hell is going to be the president? They look at the list of, of the order, yeah. like who's in line. Yeah, they go down to like number three hundred. It's the gamer. What the movie that is would called? Never the high. movie is called Gamer in Chief. Oh, oh. So imagine the United
7: States being having
0: the president be a gamer. That would never ha- happen. So, but someone
7: has to be number three hundred on that list, right? Yeah. So that guy could be a gamer. They wouldn't. They
1: wouldn't allow a gamer to be the president. Anyway, what? your move, Michael. All right, Uh, prepare to be blown away. Mm -hmm. So mine is a sort of cop movie. Uh, It's in the grand tradition of police movies, but Mm -hmm. this one has a bit of a twist, a bit of a sci-fi twist. It takes place, it's called Badge Boys, first of all.
7: Oh, Badge
1: Boys, because they wear badges. And um, it takes place in a sort of alternate universe where crooked cops are actually brought to justice. And they're imprisoned, or worse... For abusing their power, for using the power of a badge and a gun for evil, and the movie ends with the, the crooked cop who's just been a, a bad person his whole working life. He uh, he faces Jesus Christ, right? And Jesus shakes his head at him and says,
7: "No." Oh wow, that's a bold choice. And the cop <clears throat> makes the rash decision
1: to take his own life.
7: Oh what? I would too, actually, man. Imagine Jesus said no, uh, no at you.
1: Yeah. Like he's at the gates of heaven.
7: Yeah. And Jesus says no. Yeah, yeah. And
1: the cop takes his own life.
7: Oh. Yo, I'm going to tell, you know who's going to, who would love that? Justin Bieber. We go to the same church.
3: Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah,
7: the Hilltop Ministry, I think it's called. Okay. But I go all the time. I just don't remember what it's called. But he would love that story, man. That's crazy. The, I, the the crooked Cops thing doesn't make any sense, but that Jesus part, holy, right. holy.
0: Okay, Phil. Okay, Phil. If you like that one, you're gonna love this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my uh, last pitch. <clears throat> okay, you know the show Jeopardy? Yeah. Uh, it's a quiz show. Alex Trebek hosts oh, it. Oh, like it's SNL.
1: SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this will ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. Da da da. Yeah. Da da. Oh, but you know, my, uh,
7: my wet nurse used to sing that to me. Yeah. It's beautiful. Anyway, so there's
0: this show Jeopardy, okay? And people will, real people will just compete to answer questions, right? So the person who wins the game, who wins Jeopardy, here's, here's the twist, all right? It's just like normal Jeopardy, but the person who wins Jeopardy gets to kill a child molester, and I thought the name of it could be called Jepar Die. So that's another movie pitch. Hmm.
7: Yeah.
1: How could you even think up something like that? What are you talking about? Murder a person on camera for a game? What is it? This sounds like something Mr. Stephen King would think of. Ugh, alright. Whatever, Michael. What's your brilliant idea? I mean, I feel like... I don't even want to say this idea, but it's basically a reality show where kind of food show it's called Sensational Suppers and basically it's like Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown except instead of traveling the globe the show follows me traveling around Toronto sort of just knocking on different people's doors during the dinner hour and I just sort of invite myself in and sit down see what they're eating that night and sort of I, I tell them my problems and then we have a nice chat and no one no one murders a child molester in my show. All right. Ooh. It's better hey, than your idea. Else, Admit it.
7: Wow. Okay, okay. I mean that last one was just like creepy. Like no one likes that kind of thing. Mine is creepy.